Hey, so welcome to episode 138 of the SJ Chronicles. It is 11.47pm, Thursday the 30th of January, <laughs> Thursday, Tuesday the 30th of January 2018. I hope you're doing really well. Um, a couple of things I wanted to get into today. The first is culture. It's been a while since I had a good old natter about culture. Um, last Friday I was supposed to meet with Ruin Stacey and we were supposed to go through a lot of the plans we have around the culture for the Ralph uh, and that was cancelled and um, rescheduled to today so we met for a few hours this afternoon and you know went through a long list of ideas and initiatives that we've compiled over the last 12 to 13 months as great and you know a lot of the stuff there is indisputably really good ideas and um, you know, the challenge is more about which ones to implement at the start and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So really good. And um, I've always said, you know, that I'm, it's been a great thing that we've had the time to put down some of this detail and spend some time thinking about all of this so that we can be well prepared um, for when we start formally recruiting people and then, you know, actually in the build up to opening and of course forever there for after. But the one point I did want to make is that I think um, sometimes people are mistaken um, insofar as, you know, what we did today was we went through a long list of ideas and initiatives and, as I said, we're going to think about which ones we implement. But that was done on the basis and the thesis of the understanding that all of that is a bit irrelevant if you don't have the depth of the foundation of the cultural aspiration and the ethos and the values um, you know so the culture of the Ralph will be an energy and an essence and an ethos and a vibe and something that you all kind of recognize and feel then you start to talk about the initiatives and the ideas and those are layered on top of that deep foundation um, without that deep foundation as many ideas and initiatives as you want are, to my mind, essentially meaningless. The ideas and the initiatives are absolutely necessary to help you actually execute and implement on your cultural aspirations to some extent, but it all starts with that ethos and that energy and that philosophy. And I think, sadly, um, a lot of places, um, you know, on the one hand, there is more and more conversation in the veterinary sector about workplace culture both in terms of how people are treated, safety culture, uh, etc. But as is so often the case, not just in the veterinary sector, but in other sectors and in other areas of these things, um, you know, unfortunately, I think some people who don't truly get it, aren't truly committed to it, um, you know, sort of think that you can just put a band-aid on these things. And it's all very well coming up with initiatives and trying to encourage other people to adopt initiatives. But who's actually spending any time understanding the depth of the commitment and what the actual culture of that place is, uh, you know, without sort of thinking like an initiative is somehow going to solve the issue. You know, so, um, for example, an organisation in the UK has come up with this idea of, oh, you know, here's a wall poster that you can put on the wall in your practice. And there's a bunch of things on there that, you, that says things like, we do this and we do that, and you're supposed to sign it. Um, Question one, do the people at the place actually understand what's on that poster? 
Question two, who's supposed to sign it on whose behalf? Question three, so you stick a poster on your wall, what does that mean? Where is the assessment of the depth of the commitment? And if a place does not have great culture and they're trying to aspire to those things, where is the process for examining that and tracking that and evolving that? Where is all that depth, the building of that depth? A poster on a wall, a whole bunch of other initiatives that we discussed today. These can become band-aids to a deep, deep wound rather than something that fundamentally causes change. And I think sadly, uh, it's my absolute belief that a lot of places in the veterinary sector are gonna go down the route of just putting band-aids on poor culture, thinking that they've done a great job. And actually, I don't think they will have done. Um, you know, it really needs to go back to basics, go right into the deep, into the roots of the place and rebuild. Uh, and these kinds of band-aids are not gonna get very far. But back after the break. So on the face of it, maybe changing tack, but actually I'm not sure that <clears throat> I really am. This evening, Layla and I and Layla's sister, one of Layla's sisters, um, went to an event in London, which was basically a conversation between um, Matthew Rickard, who is a was a microbiologist, a molecular biologist a long time ago, that is. Um, now a vegan Buddhist monk and a guy called Wolf Singer who is a neuroscientist and together they've written a book called Beyond the Self and it was basically a conversation between them discussing some of the things with areas that they agree on some of the areas that they don't and then a short Q&A at the end like a lot of these things unfortunately not long enough it would be great for it to have been a lot longer um, lots more people with lots more questions but anyway um, I say on the face of, face of it it's not really changing tack because a lot of the things that they were kind of alluding to were issues around things like uh, well a lot, of, a lot of it was contrasting sort of Buddhist philosophy with what science claims to know um, neuroscience modern neuroscience and they talked about things like um, you know what is consciousness? Where does consciousness reside? Uh, the brain versus the mind, um, ego, those sorts of things, detachment. Touched on a number of the things that, um, you know, perspective, how, you know, our perception of the world is really a creation. Um, it's an image. It's not reality, all kinds of other stuff. I'm not doing it justice because I'm pretty tired at the moment, but loads of other stuff, but really good stuff, sort of stuff, some of which we talk about on this podcast and other things. Um, you know, and, and I'm, I don't know that much about Buddhist philosophy, but um, I think I would like to know more about it because a lot of it seems to resonate with some of the other things we talk about without necessarily knowing that it's a part of Buddhist philosophy. Um, they also chatted about meditation, you know, meditation being a sort of training and a learning, um, helps you to clear your mind, um, 
Apparently it's been shown with non-invasive imaging that the grey matter expands after or in people that are meditators if you like just like it does if you become a juggler or if you learn to play a musical instrument it's a kind of learning process different types of meditation there was a question about placebo effect lots of really really interesting stuff um let's say i'm probably not doing it justice at all because i'm pretty knackered at the moment but um one of the things that matthew ricard said which i thought was just wonderful and by the way he's a really funny dude he's like 72 was on stage with his you know buddhist monk clothing um just really funny guy he tells some really hilarious stories one of the things he said which i think is wonderful um is you know to sort of do things or to be to live to go forward with a pure heart and with dirty hands just say that again so with a pure heart and with dirty hands what does that mean it means a lot of the sort of things we talk about on this podcast it means do stuff take action get in there you know execute do 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 fail learn do 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 fail some more learn etc get your hands dirty but do it all with the right intention kindness compassion lack of ego lack of emotional investments all that sort of stuff um a pure heart and dirty hands i love that a lot um i'm doing it no justice at all <laughs> in this episode and i'll probably come back to in the future um i might have to steal matthew rickard's line and add it to my <laughs> round off of my podcast episodes going forward um because yeah i think it's just uh, it's just brilliant all right, cool. I'm going to wrap up. I'm going to head off to bed. Um, another long day tomorrow. Early starts. Lots of stuff going on around investors and all kinds of other things, but all fantastic stuff. So hope you are really, really well. Um, and in the meantime, do take chances. Be compassionate. Live in a beautiful state. See ya.